Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. So, Dave, yesterday, how are you feeling about the dog impression? Uh, very well I'll tell you how I'm feeling about it very good because when I listened back to the podcast last night while I was uploading it yeah I listened out loud and my dog was sleeping next to me and my dog jumped up with <laughs> such an alert staying uh, alert lo- staying yeah. alert you saw, see? yeah he was staying alert looking for the virus yeah. but he reacted the way he reacts when he hears a real dog and which led me to wonder what you've said in dog at that point right like what conversation are you having maybe cat maybe that's what I'm saying cat yeah. That's what it is. I'm really pleased that we've unearthed this party trick of mine. That's obviously thrilled me. But I was speaking to my wife, Mrs. Price, uh, and she claims that my dog impression isn't that good. Ms. Mori. Ms. Mori, thank you. She claims that my dog impression isn't that good and that she does an amazing impression of... Are you ready? Yes. An owl. Oh, you're shitting me. Which is why I have got my wife ready to do a live version of The Sting. But we've been running a company called Great Big Owl for two years, and you've never you've never mentioned this. I didn't realise I lived with a Great Big Owl all this time. Uh, less than a big. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's a very small owl. Really, a, a lovely, a lovely barn owl. Um, here's a little surprise for you. Joining us on the line now, we've got the owl sting master himself, uh, Joel Morris. Good morning, Joel Morris. Hello, Joel. Are you ready? You know what your lines are here, don't you? No, no okay. idea what you're doing. Okay, so your lines, what you have to say, Joel, based on the yeah. text, text message I sent you, you have to say these words. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Okay, yeah, you got that? Right, okay. yeah, okay, good, yeah. So I've got Beth here, Beth Murray, step forward, say hi. Hello. Over over to you for a live version of the Great Big Owl Stings. Okay, this is- yeah, I'll, I'll, start, I'll start the music, ready? Okay, In okay. three, two, one. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. <laughs> you really messed that up! What happened really to your... To do? What, Try and what, do it again! What happened to your owl impression then? It sounded asthmatic! That was an inner city owl then, wasn't it? Touch of corona. She just went. She just took herself off to have a word with her owl impression. Okay, alright, let's try again, guys. Okay. okay. God, this is ridiculous. Three, two, one, go. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. <laughs> really good. That was quite good. That was quite good. Uh, thank you very much, Beth Murray. You may leave. I mean, John Morris. <laughs> I mean, when you put that on Spotify and things, you put brackets live around it so people know it's a different performance. It's not the same as the studio recording. Yeah, and when we go and do our live podcast, when we go and do yeah. Latitude and things like that, we now have to bring uh, Beth with us and Joe, we have to come to all our shows. <laughs> 
it's got more of a live feel. It's just a bit edgier, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just walk on. But also, Joel, I expect you to do that, uh, fully dressed in a tux and no audience patter. You are literally there to say the following podcast is a member of the Great Big Up and then, and then walk off and then leave the festival and drive home. That seems fine. I don't like festivals. <laughs> no, me too. Me too. <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely. Um, oh, that's made Joel, my day feel worthwhile. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Joel. We've given you some purpose. I mean, thanks for joining us. Dave, should we chat to Joel seeing as he's here? You know, I mean, he's right there, isn't he? Yeah, we haven't like, got any other guests, so, exactly. you know. <laughs> Is that the best intro you've ever had, Joel? Yeah, that's good. That's 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 how Aspel used to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, so while we've got you here, and you, I feel like you're a master of this, uh, Dave. This is something I wanted to talk to you about today, right? Um, the the art of small talk. I feel like my small talk is withering and dying at the moment. Like my ability to shake hands has now gone because apparently we're never going to shake hands again, right? Yeah, yeah. Things like that are going with coronavirus. But my ability to just bump into someone because I've been walking the dog recently, and I have yesterday for the first time in ages, like bumped into a couple of people, and the whole hey how are you yeah oh you know <laughs> oh i've just been <laughs> yeah weird okay. isn't it yeah <laughs> really, really, yeah. yeah it's mad this isn't it yeah <laughs> bye bye because it's, it's not small enough that's the problem yeah that's true someone it? said this about you know the british thing with saying what the weather's like it's because we all agree hey we all agree you can also eh. it's quite changeable and it's very rarely killed anyone <laughs> it's not like you live in a tornado alley or anything no one's we don't have many it, it's very rare that someone in Britain has been killed by weather so it's a very safe conversation so the weird thing is our small talk is now about something very very serious which is which feels weird if you walk out of this now and then fall into a cloud and break your neck that would be <laughs> yeah I'll feel pretty stupid awkward I've never yeah. really thought about that but that's actually a very good point as to why it's such a British trait isn't it like yeah, I, I imagine you know in Florida, Florida they're not just sort of like oh weird weather isn't it and they're like yeah yeah my uncle died in a tornado yesterday yes a bit weird I think it's in Kate Fox's watching the English the anthropologist book she said it's, it's a safe topic you're pretty much it's fairly changeable it's a bit like New Zealand it's very rarely that rainy or that sunny so it's it's safe yeah. but the weird thing is that whenever I talk to anyone whether it's my parents or a friend two metres apart in the street I bump into we're just talking about something really it's like we're all in contagion Mm. Like we're in an action movie, we're in a quite a scary thing, and and it's like trying to do small talk while in a car chase. Yeah, we're literally bumping into each other on the lower floors of the Titanic at the moment. Yeah, uh, hey, <laughs> exactly. How are you? How's your window? Yeah, it's not leaking actually. Yeah, I see. My, I'm okay actually. Thanks very much. The band is still playing. Good news. On the Titanic, people don't really talk about cruises as small talk when the Titanic's going down. It, that that subject yeah. disappears off. <laughs> but yeah, we've got to get the weather back as a chat. I know. Well, the the the, the weather the standard weather chat at the moment is oh top trolling the sun. <laughs> 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 if I have seen that tweet once, I've seen it a thousand times. Um, but it's, yeah, you're right. We need to bring weather chat back into public life. But then what else do I do? Like, I bumped into a woman yesterday when I was dog walking. Oh, hey, how are you? Oh, uh, great. And I said, I said something about the kids. And she said, like, how are the kids? And I moaned about that for a while. Then I said, how are your kids? And then she said, I don't have any kids. And I was like, oh, Ooh, that's a real, that's a real ender to a yeah. small talk, isn't it? And I said something like, oh, well swerved, and then thought, have I said absolutely the wrong thing there? I don't know. Well, that's that. that's Why? the other problem, you see. The other thing is that even though we are, in inverted commas, all in it together, mm. everyone's experience is 100% different. Mm. Even if I talk to other parents, if a parent has got a child who can't be babysat by Epic Games' program Fortnite, <laughs> their experience is completely different than mine. If they've seen their child for like the last seven or eight days, their experience is different than mine because he's he's looked after mainly by YouTubers. Oh God! Someone else was saying that same that their kid has been brought up by Minecrafters on YouTube. 
Yes, fine. It's, it's, it, I tell you, it's brilliant. It's it's amazing. They are better at it than me. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, so I even you can't share. If you sort of say, "Oh, I've watched loads of box sets," and the person you're talking to is a frontline medical worker. Yes. Well, this it's is really it. insensitive. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm and so bored. Yeah, I know. And the thing I, I find this doing this podcast, but also when I'm on Magic as well, I have to be very thoughtful because Magic, right? Turns out the radio station is played in a lot of ICU uh, places. Really? Yeah, because it is. You know, it does it's that kind of uh, safe, comforting music background thing going on. Yeah. And uh, and someone told me that yesterday, and it's really affected me. And I haven't done a show yet since I've known that fact. But I'm suddenly very anxious about the fact that when I go on the radio, I very much the same flim flam as I waffle on about here on the show, but without the swearing and maybe the hard left politics. And um, I'm worried that people are listening to me go, "Oh, the bloody kids have built a den and the cushions are on the floor," <laughs> whilst they're in ICU. You know, it's well, you're, you're having to read the room. You're having to read. read it's like being on Twitter. Yeah, you're having yeah. to read dozens and dozens and dozens of different rooms, all of which have a completely different experience. Mm. We'll come out the other end and go. I, I worry about it as a as someone who sort of writes comedy, observational comedy. Everyone had a different life for mm. this year, and I was just been writing for Charlie Brooker's wife, and we were writing, and all of us were really aware that we were having a very different experience than most of the license fee payers will be watching that. Yeah, because we were making a television program under white, sort of making things out of cardboard and messing about. It's very different than yeah. than my postman. Day. <laughs> also, uh, Joel, before you go, because we do a sting at the end of the show as well. Of course, we did the classic, the famous GreatBigOwl.com. So I'm wondering, because Beth's gone to homeschool the kids, but I do do an absolutely rocking impression of a dog. Could we temporarily change the name of our company to Great Big Great Dog? Great Big Dog. Yeah. yeah. Big Dave, dog. do you want to have a go at that? Yeah. Okay. 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 Hang on one yeah. sec. Let me just have a check of the original. GreatBigOwl.com. So it's there. So it's at the end. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Great, so greatbigdog.com, okay. thank you. Here we go. Three, two. Greatbigdog.com <laughs> That was Great. such a definitive big dog. That was like Tim Westwood. That was amazing. <laughs> Tim Westwood without big, the problems. Yeah. Big dog energy there. Big dog energy. Channeling Westwood. I'm always channeling Westwood when I broadcast. I will channel Westwood when I'm when I'm broadcasting to the ICU on my weekend breakfast show. <laughs> yes, yes, Phil Collins, bruv, let's go. <laughs> oh god, we're straying into dangerous territory in a number of ways. <laughs> let's play a sting and get out of it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I worry now quite strongly. I think not sometimes we peak too soon on this podcast and we do the best bit of content in the early minutes of it. But today we've definitely done the best thing we'll do on the podcast before the podcast even technically started. Well, let's have a look and see which guests we've got on. They've just gone, haven't they? There's nobody here. Yeah, the guest was... was... We've booked guests to recreate the Great Big Owls Yeah, thing. so we've got no guests. Okay, well, let's have a look and see what stories I've got to tell today. I'm on, on, do you know what I honestly just did was look around the room and and, <laughs> and, and, and and try and find something to talk about. And do you know what I can see? Two packets of Neurofen, mate. And actually, oh. do you know what? Neurofen's bloody expensive, isn't it? That's what I've realised this lockdown. Dude, when you go for your painkillers, you've got to go unbranded. You've got to go. No, no, and- but I know. But this is the problem with the current state of affairs is that uh, unbranded ibuprofen is unavailable in every shop I've tried so far. Oh, I see. Right. So okay. paracetamol, I am laughing with my 3P paracetamol or whatever it is. That's yeah, fine. But yeah. any ibuprofen or anti-inflams I'm trying to find has anyone ever abbreviated that Anti- anti-inflams that's like that's what I'm going to call my fam from now on my anti-inflams <laughs> when the auntie and uncle inflams get in here my <laughs> um, anti-inflamalam yeah yeah so I'm being forced into sort of like two three pounder packet 
ibuprofen branded versions. And, and it's even more galling. Do you know what I mean? It's even more galling when I'm buying paracetamol for 40p or whatever it is. Well, this is the thing. I can see the difference. There is no greater demonstration than, than when capitalism goes wrong. Because broadly, huge fan of capitalism, Dave, especially when we're you know running a business as successful as this. Yeah. But when you look at this great... Do you remember Martin Lewis did this a couple of years ago? You can go into into a chemist and you can pick up a highly branded um, uh, paracetamol or cough sweet or, or flu capsule is a good one when they mix in a little bit of, um, uh, they put in paracetamol and ibuprofen in the same tablets sometimes, I think. I may be wrong, but they, they, they put a concoction together. Like a mix, yeah, a medicine of some sort, yeah. Exactly, in your little capsules. And they're branded as, say, I don't know, for example, let's just grab a brand, say Beecham's maybe, and they cost, say, £3.50. And then you get the, the own brand or the non-branded version Right, which costs about 80p. Then, this is the thing, there's a, there's a number on the back, there's a code number to, that describes what's in the pill. And the code number is precisely the same because the pills are precisely the same. The same. Yeah. Like, no difference at all. And that's when you think, wow, that is like such a vivid illustration. That £2, I'm, I'm just donating that to a, a huge company. Yeah, you're just donating that to a company that has hired a graphic designer. Yeah, I'm probably pay- paying uh, the dividend of an offshore investor. God, yeah. we're so lefty. God, that's exciting. <laughs> but it's so true, isn't it? The amount of times where... where I mean, I, I guess if I was to make, say, paracetamol, yeah. that's how the business would work, is I would just find loads of different people to buy it, and it's up mm. to them how they sell it on. But mm. I'm still selling probably the same tablet to Sainsbury's own and to, to Neurofen. Happy days, mate. Happy days. Mm, yeah, good. Absolutely wild. Come anyway, on. there you go. We've dismantled capitalism very quickly. <laughs> right. Thank God for that. What's next? The environment. Uh, it's been a tricky, tricky few hours in the Price household, Dave. Is this the, um, sorry, earlier before the podcast you warned me, I've got sort of a half story uh, to tell you. Is that is that what this is that's about to come up now? Uh, this is, no, no, I've got, uh, that's... No, that's another bit. So this is a quarter of a story. Oh, fine. Okay. So we've got all together. That's three quarters of a story for me. But then when you add in when you add in the fact I got my wife involved to do an owl impression, I'd say that's a whole story. Yeah, you've really carried this episode actually in many ways. Yeah, I mean, great. all I've really done is look around and see some neurofen, but that sparked a pretty uh, a pretty important chat. I think we should all be having about the nature of capitalism. Exactly. Yeah. Send us your thoughts on the nature of capitalism. Cabin F E A three seven O nine O O O. That's our Twitter name. Uh, good or bad? Yes or no? Let's do. We should do that. Let's do a Twitter survey. Capitalism, good or bad? <laughs> good. Pop that up. Let's do that. Um, so go on, give us your quarter story. So have you got a quarter and a half story for me yes, as well mate. now? Yeah, here oh, comes the quarter brilliant. story. Um, the dishwasher's broken. That is not a quarter story, my so friend. That would be the end of my lockdown. Yeah, it's a whole story, isn't it? It's a whole... That is a disaster. I honestly, this is the rockiest my marriage has been since the first child was born when we both openly hated each other for about a year and a half so now have you got the same thing so i've got a couple of domestic things that have gone wrong Mm. that i don't feel are in inverted commas emergencies Mm. so i don't feel comfortable asking someone to come out you know and and risk coming out and fixing it so for example our uh, the 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 toilet seat in the main bathroom which is the one that cornelius uses um, has lost its soft clothes function, you know, where uh, oh. you've not nudged it down. So he's just clattering his way through that. That's not a 999 call for me. And um, also the knob in his shower has come off. What were you doing in his shower? I, I wasn't, but he's reported it. <laughs> no, you just as, said there as, was as, a knob in his shower. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I just clapped myself. I just self-clapped. Oh, that's good. That's a great start to the day. Um, 
I'm annoyed that I didn't yeah. even register the joke, to be honest. Yeah, well, no, it's not your fault, mate. It was it was very low-hanging fruit. But the uh, So the not being a shower's come off, which has rendered a shower actually fairly unusable. But here's, here's the thing about these not being emergencies, Tom. As you may have noticed, these are both Cornelius's problem. Yes. So I don't care. And we, as we know, a Cornelius problem is not a real-life problem. As long as he can access the bill and be available on a Tuesday. Exactly. I've given him a bucket of water and the hose pipe outside. And <laughs> like the dog! My landlording duties solved. <laughs> you spray him down once a day. <laughs> Shit in that, stand there. It's like he's going into prison. It's amazing. God, Dave, you're like a prison warder. But yes, uh, there will be a point where we might have to get that fixed. But again, I don't feel like it's an emergency. And is this the same thing with your dishwasher well the dishwasher is not an emergency but we've got some coming out <laughs> yeah well exactly because i do feel like that is bordering on an emergency not an emergency but there's there's four of us in this house five if you include the dog six if you include lord jesus and um we are who's very how many dishes is he using <laughs> famously just the one actually no five thousand hang on there's a better joke there shit um we've got we got a small sink so it lo- it loads up very quickly. My wife's yeah. hands have absolutely they're they're, they're red raw now uh, because she's been doing so much washing up. So obviously I've had to step up and uh, rinse the odd mug. Um, I've stepped up and I <laughs> know uh, I've stepped up and bought her some marigolds. So no, we've we've been sharing it, but that's the problem you see because we're both sharing it and we're both just furious with it, absolutely furious. And it, everything gets wet around the sink, and then you put out tea cloths and you put everything on the tea cloth to dry. But you can't do that; you've got to dry it properly um, because you just get a damp tea cloth. And then the, we've got wooden surfaces, and they're starting to get all rotten in the corners. And this is after a, it's been broken for like three or four days. The main problem, and I've noticed this. I don't know if you've had this problem, but a, a real issue in our house is that we're regularly running out of spoons at the moment because. Mm. We're just, everybody's in eating meals all the time. So, like, I'd say we've got the average amount of spoons for a household, but once three people use a spoon a couple of times a day, you suddenly get to the evening, you need a spoon, it's gone. All We're we're spoonless. Yeah. You know what you should do? You should assign everyone, assign everyone a spoon. And the first thing in the morning, you go around, you've got Cornelius uh, quivering on the balcony with his bucket full of shit just being hosed down. You hand him, that's your spoon for the day, mate. And then you... You know what I mean? The problem you've got, Dave, is you're having too many crunch corners. That's what I reckon it is. Uh, zero crunch corners, actually, but I have taken to eating uh, chocolate cereal as a sort of dessert slash snack um, because I bought it on a whim. In my basically, I never do a big shop. I'm just not. I'm not a big shopper ever. No. Um, but in the interests of you know saving your own life, yeah, I've started doing well, and and, and mainly others because I don't want to spread my joy too too far and wide. Mm. Um, I've been doing big shops, and uh, I went to the cereal aisle. I was like, do you know what I've not had for years? Wheatos. Absolutely not had Wheatos for a, since I was probably a child. So, uh, and when there's a big bag of Wheatos in the corner of the kitchen, absolutely going to have it just on a whim. If you're buying in bulk, Dave, think of the spoons. Why don't they sell spoons in bulk? I mean, that is the name of the episode right there. That's that solved. When yep. will they sell spoons in bulk? And uh, I'd just go online if I were you. Just just go onto a well-known website. Hey, boy. Sorry, I've got a little visitor. Oh, Herc, say hello. Herc. Hang on, hang on. What am I saying? Herc, one second. Is he there? Is he listening? Yeah, that's, that's him. Um, he's, he's licking the microphone. That was that. No- that was what that Great. noise was. Do you, want, do you want to put the headphones on him and I'll I'll have a quick chat with him? Uh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Ready? Let me know when I'm. Give me a cue when I'm good to go. Yeah, Good. <laughs> oh, he's he's immediately left. He was yeah. Well, that's headphones. the bark. I was telling him to fuck off because we're trying to make a podcast. You little bastard. <laughs> My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring. Yeah, fridge magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G-Spot. 
the good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times. I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of great apps up now, and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What else did I want to talk about? So we've done spoons. Great, that's that done. We've done dishwasher. So anyway, in conclusion, Dave, the dishwasher, uh, we've got someone coming out to fix it tomorrow. That's very exciting. Um, but then the uh, plug in the kids' bathroom is blocked, and I can't unblock that. So that's what I do there. Just just got to... So there, there's, like a, there's like a sink full of uh, toothpaste water, yeah. which makes me actually gag. Toothpaste water, insta-gag for me. That's... That's the, yeah, the sort of nice, is it? the spat out minty can't can't cope with that. Um, so then the other thing which I can't cope with is what my dog did yesterday. Talking of dogs, talking. This is your half story now. Uh, this is a quarter of a story, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I went to a local park near me, which is usually a little bit. Uh, rough around the edges, but has been somewhat gentrified by loads of people taking their families there during lockdown. So the park feels a bit safer. Genuinely, I've, this is a park where I, I found syringes in this park in the past, right? But right. now it feels a little bit safer. Anyway, went there with the child on a bike, dog on a lead, dog on a lead, dog on a lead. Let the dog off a lead, right? Off she goes. Dog off a lead, dog off a lead. Woof, woof, dog off a lead. And uh, as we rounded the corner into the main bit of the park, my son, who I was with, uh, saw his best friend, Sam. Right. Straight off the bike, straight over to Sam. Me and Sam's dad were going, oh, whoa, guys, hang on. No, you can't really. Oh. So we're having this moment where we're going, okay, you can run. That You've got two minutes, guys, to play. And then when you're not allowed to get close to each other, we're being really strict with them. You've got to stay apart. And we're trying to, we're trying to police this issue. Yeah. At that point, my dog off the lead had made a beeline for the far corner of aforementioned dodgy park. So I had to leave Sam's dad dealing with these two kids who were determined to give each other corona. I went over to the far corner of the park where I found my dog tucking into a buffet of... Get the piano ready. Tramp poo! Yeah. Um. Human poo. Gorging on it, mate. Absolutely gorging on it. I mean, that's not as bad as toothpaste water, but it's right up there. It's not a good day for the prices, is it? Not a good day for the prices. She was thrilled. Absolutely thrilled. It was in her beard. That was a problem. I had to hose her down. Afterwards. Like Cornelius. 
He's like, like Cornelius. Does he get tramp poo in his beard as well? Or not on a regular? No, but it has happened. He's better, he's better trained. Um, so it was just, a, it was just a really added. Just you know, when you go from this is quite idyllic. Walking into the park, the birds were singing. It was quiet. There weren't too many people around. The dog was panting happily. The child was on his bike and was really enjoying it. And then thirty seconds later, your child's trying to get corona, and your dog is is tucking into a poo buffet. You just think, how is this? How is, you forget what thin ice day to day life is? Yep. Very thin, and you've uh, very much fallen through it. I'd say. Mm, I really did. I really did. It was it was really upsetting. So um, sorry about that, mate. Yeah, thanks for your sympathy, Dave. Well, do you know what? I, I, I keep having this overwhelming sense of smugness that I don't have kids, and all this story has served to do is is really reinforce that. You do have a dog, and one day, Dave, fingers crossed, if all things. Yeah, but I don't know because I don't have to chase my kid one way. I can just keep all eyes yeah, on the dog. But you know what? You'll you'll drop your guard, and I pray, I pray that one day. And I mean this in the nicest possible way. Your dog will eat tramp shit. <laughs> Robert De Niro was on Newsnight last night. No. Can we get him on Cabin Fever? Why was he on Newsnight and not this? Uh, just, to, just to slag off Trump, I think, as far as I can tell. Oh, come on. What's wrong he with Trump? Trump? Trump's not <laughs> that bad. Um, but what a, what a bucking from Newsnight, to be fair, though. Do you know who's followed me on Twitter? If it's Robert De Niro, this is a wild <laughs> And also, I've got many questions. <laughs> no, it's not, sadly. It's not that interesting. So she's called Sarah Cooper. Do you know who Sarah Cooper is? Sarah Cooper? Yeah. The Coopster? Yeah, do you know who she That's is? Scoops. Scoops. Scoopy. All Scoopers. No, who's that? Sarah Cooper is uh, the brilliant comedian who uh, does the Donald Trump... She takes the audio of Donald Trump and then she mouths along. She lip-syncs Donald Trump's speeches. She's, the, like, in a flat, switching the light on and off. You'd have seen her on Twitter. You know when she's... And Donald Trump's doing his completely mad, nonsensical speeches. and then she, Oh, no, I do not. Yeah, I have seen those, yeah. Yeah, I might, should we get her on the show? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, mate. Why are you not bucking her immediately? Why are you asking on the podcast if we should book the person? Brooklyn-based comedian. All right, uh, yeah, all right, book her. I'll ask her. Thanks, man. Is that a yawn coming on? I haven't had a yawn for a while. Uh, a little yawn there, yeah. Probably. Dawn French liked one of my tweets yesterday as well. I was thrilled with that. That's genuinely the highlight of my day. She liked one of your tweets? It's the th- Sorry, I've got a bit of beef with Frenchie now, if I'm honest. Mm. It's the third time that Dawn French has interacted with one of my tweets in the best part of a year or Fuck. maybe a year and a half. So almost once a Two quarter. Two retweets and a like. Come on, you've got to re- she's got to follow you there, mate. She's got Absolutely to. Absolutely hasn't followed me. You're What's joking. playing her? And I'll, I'll forgive her because she's a woman of the cloth. Um, I still think of her mainly as the Vicar of Dibley, and that's fine. Yeah. But there's some Twitter... Uh, etiquette's gone awry there i'd say yeah i think so god she's she's using you as a source of content and she's not even following you should should we get our our followers to give her a little tweet give her a nudge (laughs) no i wouldn't like to hassle dawn don't Don't hassle hassle a vicar never on tom never hassle a vicar because god Um, i love don french with all my heart and it's just very thrilling that she ever even knows i exist i think yeah that is great good work so there you go genuinely the highlight of my day yesterday genuinely that's it and today guess what's on the agenda oh come on let's have a let's go through let's go through our diaries for the day dave what have you got lined up for today thursday the 14th of may 2020 well, so do you remember that I built a trolley over the weekend? Yeah. So today's task, and we're doing this as a household, is to rearrange the canned foods from cupboard to trolley, clean out the cupboards, and then give the kitchen a deep clean. Like, it is pretty <sighs> wild stuff. A kitchen a deep clean, that is exciting. Though. Yeah. Oh, lovely. 
Lovely beans. Well, let, would you let me know how it goes? Can you live? Can you live Insta that? Maybe stick that on you. I'll I'll try and I'll try my best to make it as content friendly as possible. But I just don't think there's anything, any redeeming feature about that activity that people will want to see. Yeah, but think of the what I love about a deep clean of a kitchen is when you get you get the dust and fat grime. You know when that that does. Yeah. Like so a- here's the problem, Tom, and this is this is the reason I probably won't share it. Yes, because during lockdown. To, to do the satisfying before and after of a clean, yeah, that really involves seeing the before, and I don't, I don't yeah. want people. To and see also, that. if if people saw Cornelius on it, you'd have to take his collar off as well, because otherwise it'd be. Yeah, comments. well, he's obviously not allowed in the kitchen during the day. He's not allowed <laughs> in for his meals. What's he doing upstairs? He's not allowed upstairs. <laughs> don't forget, guys, we are on Twitter. If you want to drop us a tweet, you can do it at this number here. Cabin F E A three seven oh nine oh oh oh. That's our Twitter name. Paul's tweeted us to say that he uh, start, he just yawned as he started listening to today's episode of Cabin Fever. So obviously my my thing is catching on and now that's going to become a Pavlovian response to the start of the podcast. I love that. I think it's just a brilliant statement to make on any meeting that you then go into in real life. Just start it with a yawn. It just tells everyone what you intend to do with the meeting or podcast. A lot of people not fans of the fronted adverb and by not fans, uh, people, including people currently doing English degrees are like, I don't know what that is. I've never heard of it so yeah, well, I had to say Wilfred doesn't need to know that fine I'll erase that from his brain um, hello to Matthew um, it's actually so adorable that you 100% know the riddle but you go with the riddle so you don't disappoint him what does it what do you mean if we know the riddle what I think you might be over uh, uh, overestimating our intelligence there, no, I got it really, he totally got me yesterday didn't uh, see that one coming at all yeah yeah god I'm not that nice I'd, not one of these parents who lets their kid win Imagine next week on the podcast, Wilfred comes in and does this elaborate riddle, and we just go, It was the gardener, you <laughs> dick. Obviously, he's deaf. <laughs> See you later, mate. Deaf gardener, and I get out, get back to homeschool. <laughs> uh, right. Um, yeah, so drop us a tweet for any anything you want to do, basically. And we'll no, the, the cap- capitalism, yes or no, isn't that? Oh, right? yeah, that's it. Good. Thank you. I knew there was I knew there was something in the back of my head. Um, we'll do a, well, I'll, I'll set up a Twitter survey on our Twitter account. Um, capitalism, yes or no. All the best. Bye bye now. Take care. Kind of Guys, lots of love. Cabin FE A3709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE A3709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE A3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Great Big Dog. Dot com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.